0: Go, For the godly, go. go, yeah. Emotional, yeah. Emotional, go For the godly, go. For the godly, go. Appetize. Hey! What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Commuter Communion, episode thirty. It's been a long ride, and y'all have, in a bittersweet tone, made it to the last episode of season one. If you don't know, then now you know. But if you're just discovering, let me introduce myself. My name is Terrence Moore, and I'm your host, your chef for Commuter's Communion, the devotional appetizers for the godly on the go. Our goal is to help you to stay spiritually fed through your communion with Christ, even if you got to stop by the drive-thru. Each episode, I've been leaving y'all with some thoughts, some encouragement, some convictions, and some devotional um, pieces to guide you to better communion and time with the Lord. Today, we're on episode 30. The title of this episode is Satisfaction Guarantee, Part 2. In our last episode, Satisfaction Guarantee, Part 1, I talked about this concept of God ransoming us from slaves to sin to adopted children. And as adopted children, we're heirs to an inheritance of companionship, consecration, and communion. And satisfaction that he'll get everything that he paid for in that deal is guaranteed. That was the premise of part one. And today, part two, I'm going to flip it. I'm going to flip it to focus on communion and to encourage you with what happens when right communion with the Lord meets and shifts your desires. I'm wrapping up a season where we've talked about communion in so many different aspects, but never really escaped the essence of how much it means and what it means that all of our needs, our emotional, circumstantial, external, relational needs, are bound in reconciled relationship with God. He didn't just fix one part, the heavenly part, and then just leave us to figure out the rest. Yeah, we got to go on that journey, but He is well within reach and is our intimate partner throughout it all to provide every single need. So today I continue on this theme of communion and tea to talk about the fact that not only do we live a satisfaction guaranteed lifestyle as Christians, where God gets every value and purpose that he paid for in us, he works on us like a passion project that he's going to bring to completion. Not only do we do that, but we also live a satisfaction guaranteed lifestyle and the fulfillment and desires we receive as valued sons and daughters. So the main point for today is this. As God's will in you is fulfilled, your delight, satisfaction, and desire in him is also fulfilled. Psalm 37 verses 3 through 5 is where we're camping out at for today. And I'm leaving y'all with a simple yet profound message. The psalm reads, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Delight yourselves in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord and trust in him, and he will act. So, you know, as you're looking into just advancing and maturing and growing within your spiritual journey this year, it's not necessarily selfish for you to not just look for that to be characterized by you, growing as a better quote-unquote Christian by you doing the uh, right things more consistently and by you looking more like Jesus. Well, yeah, that is the ultimate goal and the primary goal for him to get all the glory and for you to look like Christ and for that to impact your walk, your neighbor's walk, stranger's walk, your family's walk, for you as a reconciled son or daughter to also be reconciling people back to him. That's the main goal. But it's not selfish for you to also wonder what happens to your heart your desires, the things that you ponder and think on, uh, you know, day in and day out. What happens to those as you do that? And I think Psalm 37 gives us a great encouragement to that. As I read this passage, the action verbs within this stick out to me. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land. Befriend faithfulness. Delight yourselves in the Lord. All these action verbs are countered by what the Lord does in response. He will give you the desires of your heart. Once you commit your way to the Lord, trust in him and he will act. You know, listeners, Christians, that's the deal, the the great bargain of our life in Christ. When our focus shifts from the very things that wants to drive The world's desires and aims and orientations and actions. When it shifts from that to kingdom business, kingdom business includes a kingdom inheritance. You know, in Matthew 6, uh, verses 33, it talks about um, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness, and all of these things shall be added unto you. And this psalm kind of echoes that same truth. But I think it's important for you to really focus on the simple, profound truth and depth of these verbs and ways in which it employs us. Trust in the Lord. When I think about that, I think about a child having this simple attachment to a parent, not looking too far to the left, not leaning too far forward or to the right, worrying about what he needs to do. But there's this attachment that cannot be shaken. When you have a trust in the Lord, you cannot be shaken. And there's a profound just the stability in that. And it's a stability that can't be replaced by the very things that you want, even though the Lord isn't scared to give you things that you want. What he did, does want and desire in your life is for you to be unshakable. And that happens through trust. So trust in the Lord. It also says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land. When I think about this word, dwell, the Holy Spirit just makes me think about, um, it makes me think about this place of residing. This place of Where you inhabit, this place where you live, this place where is your home, this place that where all of you um, is fixed and it instructs us to dwell on the land. And so I think about just dwelling in the place where the Lord has placed you, dwelling in the place where the Lord has instructed you to walk, to live by his word, by his spirit, by his testimony. Do you think about and really meditate on the Lord's testimony of works in your life? Do you let that be your dwelling place, your main place of refuge and residing? Is it your default residence? Is it where if someone finds you on a random day, you can't stop thinking enough about it? It's your default, it's your home. Do you dwell in the land that the Lord has given you? Do you dwell in the testimonies of his faithfulness? When you do that, there's not too many things that can happen on this earth that can push you far away from home. And that's what the Lord wants us to be. He wants us to shift our foundations to be within this foundation of trust where you're unshakable. And he wants us to be by default within this place of recalling his testimonies and faithfulness, his goodness. He wants us to dwell there. And it also says befriend faithfulness. When I think about that, when I think about befriending something, this is your companion. This is your right hand man a right hand woman. This is where you can't be found too far away from as well. It's where you find delight. Have we found delight in God's laws? Have we found delight in the ways that God's instructed us? Have we made it so close a companion that we meditate on his statutes day or night? Do we make the Lord's uh, just word our friend? It says, befriend faithfulness. As we become Christians who are renewed in heart and mind, we're given a new way and we got to make that way our friend. And then the last verb that it says there, um, or one of the last verbs it says there is delight yourself in the Lord. And that's <laughs> that's just when you brought the church right there. You know what I'm saying when you think about his goodness, when you think about who the Lord is, when you think about what he's done for you and the plans that he has for you, your heart should be delighted. Not only is your heart going to be delighted, but the things that used to take up that real estate in your mind and heart and in your desires, those things will start to yield to new desires, and that's what the Lord does. He wants you to delight yourself so much in Him that your desires shift, and they start to match up with His will so that you feel um, so that you feel even more dissatisfaction and fulfillment than what you would have ever if you charted your own course and charted your own path of what you needed in this life. He knows that better than anybody here, and He's ready to give it to you, but He doesn't want to just give you a stale, outdated, subordinate version. He wants you to, get, to have the most most satisfying, the most holy, the most fulfilling version of desires, but he can only do that once you delight in him. So as you meditate on those things, I think it rounds it out in a very uh, appropriate way. Commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will act. That's the conclusion of the matter. Once you commit all these things to the Lord, you're trusting him, a place where you dwell in his testimonies, befriending faithfulness in his word and his statutes and the ways in which he's outlined us to live, once our delight has become the Lord himself, once that is our commitment in God, being led by his spirit, doing it through the power of his grace, once we do that in trust, we can know with conclusive confidence that he will So, commuters, I want you to continue on as you go from this season, not only just season of commuters communion, but just the season of life, carry it into whatever your goals are. Pressing forward, looking for depth, looking to be guided by this psalm and what the Lord has done in your life to further that. So, yeah, Psalm 37, verses 3 through 5. That's where we're camped out at. That's what I'm going to leave you with. So, Of course, I can't leave without giving you a to-go plate. The to-go plate that I'm preparing for today, for you to continue to parse out, for you to continue to dig into and uh, bring out a whole entree with the Lord, it's broad enough to hold you until season two, yet relevant enough to continue to guide your time with Him. Your to-go plate for today is this. What does deeper communion with God need to look like for you? Ask the Lord that. Examine that with Him see how he leads you within his word and within your prayers by his spirit. And if you need a subpoint beneath that, what guaranteed graces from God do you not meditate on enough? What are the type of things that if you gave more thought to, you would have more delight. Your delight would be more fully in the Lord and he will be able to bring out more of your desires and delight in him as you did that meditating on those things more. So yeah, that's your to-go plate for today. As I wrap up, I'm going to pray, of course. So, Dear Lord, thank you so much for people who want to know you by name and know you um, intimately, in depth, oh God. I thank you, oh Lord, that you are so loving and kind and gracious to us. You don't neglect not one need. There's not one need that we knew before you knew. And there's not one need, oh God, that we have that you're not mindful of, of, supplying within your perfect timing and order. Dear Lord, we need you so much. Oh God, I pray that you will bless every listener. Dear God, I pray that you will bless them with an increased desire. I pray that you will bless them with more faith, more trust. I pray that you will bless them with more favor. I pray that you will bless them with what will cause them to grow within their walk with you and grow within their kingdom impact. Dear God, we know that within you are just all the, um, the secrets and mysteries and just the uh, things that we need for a full life and so I pray that you would extend that to those who are your children and those who are seeking to become your children open up eyes Lord, shift mountains dear God, move away uh, stones in front of tombs of dead places in the hearts of our listeners dear God, do that by faith because that's who you are dear Lord, we delight in expectation and rejoice within the just uh, satisfaction of your reconciled just relationship with us dear Lord we believe for greater things And we believe that all things that you have purchased within us, all things will be accomplished. Dear Lord, it's in Jesus name we pray these things. Amen. Man, taking a deep breath, reflecting on 30 episodes that y'all been riding with me. Um, If you haven't already done so, subscribe. Uh, to the podcast and whatever platform or player that you listen to, but also leave your, um, information on our newsletter at rhythmandredemption.com um, you can find it on my social media as well where you can leave and be subscribed to our newsletter and know what's next for Commuter's Communion, for Rhythm and Redemption, all of that. If you haven't already, please be sure to review and to share this with those who you think it'll bless so I guess that's it, um this has been Commuter's Communion, your devotional appetizers for the godly on the go. And Of course, until next time, that being season two, as always, stay fed. What's going on, Commuter's Communion family? This is your boy, Tater producer, the guy behind the beats for Commuter's Communion. I just want to get up on the microphone and say thank you all so much for tuning in uh, for season one. I look forward to delivering more content alongside my brother for you all for season two. So please stay tuned, stay awake. And as brother Terrence says, stay fit.